Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. up with you um got a new job <laughs> that's always dope again y'all done heard me say that i've got a new job twice now <laughs> on this podcast can i keep a job yes i can i didn't quit or get fired i got promoted to be the counter manager for laura mercier cosmetics <laughs> okay so you got a promotion. I did extra money, extra money. That's always dope. That's what's up. <laughs> Damn, so nigga. yeah, you getting that out, but <laughs> nigga. So I was like, uh, sign me up. <laughs> so I'm just ready. You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm bet you are. I'm about to shake shit up at this counter. Like I've worked in cosmetics for so long like i can literally tell what a cosmetics counter needs to to bring in and what they need to get rid of i know how to market to different demographics like i know how to make money at a counter so i'm just ready i'm ready you know and it's black history month like i'm i'm out here (laughs) i'm out here being excellent in black history month yep damn That's what's up. Congratulations. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Somebody yeah. buy me a drink this weekend. Turn up. Turn up. <laughs> um, So when do you start? Um, They want me to start Sunday. But Sunday. So basically because the schedule for this upcoming week was already made, they want me to just keep my scheduled hours that I have just work them at over at the new counter but i was scheduled to be off on sunday but they told me that they want me to start on sunday so i'm not sure (laughs) exactly what i'm doing yet um but if if i'm not off i start sunday if not then i won't start till monday Hmm. that's what's up trying to get like you i gotta leave though i can't take a step up (laughs) You like, what you trying to manage? You trying to be a manager? You trying to be an owner, bro? <laughs> Staying by you. Trying to be a franchise? Yo. Um, that's what's up. Um, this, uh, I was struggling last week. I was going through the motions, bro. And then eventually everything subsided. Going through the motions with what? Uh, just. Uh, reacting to a couple of things that happened. Mm. Um, we gotta get you more social. I know. That's that's the main, that's the plan for the year. You're gonna have to just get uncomfortable and get social. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, um, Doug's bachelor party. They're planning it now, and that shit is in Denver. 
I want to go. <laughs> that shit's going to be crazy. Yo, I want to go. Let me show you. Go. Somebody invite me to their damn bachelor party. Shit. <laughs> I'm tired of not being invited to bachelor parties. Um, I hope nobody heard me out there. God damn, they cussing the storm up in there. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, but for real, like, I really want... Why can't women go to bachelor parties? I think... I mean, women can, but it's just... Uh, like, you your brother should. Your brother said that I was going to be a distraction. I was like, I... I mean... I am one of the niggas at this point. Yeah, but you kind of bad, Kim. <laughs> y'all know what it is, though. I'm the homie. Ooh. Y'all got, like, a warehouse situation... Exposed brick. Rooftop. Nigga. Damn, this shit is really fucking lit. Oh, y'all gonna have a good ass time. Yeah. I'm crashing. I'm crashing <laughs> it. I'm crashing it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm crashing it. What's the dates? <laughs> but yeah, um, so I'm gonna have to start saving up funds for that. And his wedding is, I think, the next month in Kansas City. But I didn't know this, but um, Huntsville to Denver has direct flights. Yeah, now they do because we have more air- airlines, like the cheaper airline, like Frontier and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Frontier is like two thirty. So I think I'm gonna go. Do it. Why wouldn't you? It's just that's a lot of money, man. It's just me. <laughs> for for three days. No, I'm saying th- between that and the next month. Someone to take off. One of those. Wait, is, when is the bachelor party? May. And then he gets married in June. Oh, nigga, you still got three months before May gets here. Yeah, but that shit gonna creep up. Bro, two hundred for a flight is nothing. No, I mean I'm not worried about the flight or nothing. I'm worried about for the stay. When I go nothing. to Denver, how much money am I gonna spend? Oh, what are y'all gonna do besides be eating and drinking? I don't know if you know this, but Denver. It's in Colorado, and Colorado allows a certain thing. Okay. <laughs> so if y'all going to be high as shit, y'all definitely ain't going to be doing too much. Y'all old. <laughs> old high niggas don't do much. They eat and drink, and that's it. This is true. What you going to be doing? I mean, there might be a strip club night, but you don't have I wonder, to. are strip clubs in Denver even cool? Because, you know, that's some southern culture like shit. Like, they probably are, though. You know, there's always that one black strip club that's like it in every city. This is true. It usually it's out in the sticks. I remember the first strip club I went to was The Boat in mm-hmm. Monroe, Louisiana, which I learned niggas was fucking up there. <laughs> the first strip club I went to was strokers in Atlanta and it was a hole in the wall as well but I think a lot of people know of strokers one time one time I went to Atlanta and we wound up being in a fucking whorehouse oh my god that sounds scary that's a, that whole weekend was crazy oh, I want to tell you about it let me tell you I've been gone so long just wanna sing sing my song alright so we were in Buckhead just chilling like we went to Charles, uh, Churchill's and a couple other places around there and so we're just club hopping and we're like man we're in Atlanta we gotta go to a strip club 
first strip club we go to, the cover is like $15. Like, fuck that shit. That's cheap ass nigga. That's nothing. It costs 20 to get in a motherfucking pony, don't it? On the weekends? Or is it just 10? I think it's five. If you're underage, I think it's 15 or 20. I feel like it was definitely more than five the last time I went, though. And it was pretty recent. I think it's five, and then you have to buy a drink. Oh, either But way. anyway, so so if we were sober, we would have been like $15 is nothing. But since we were drunk, we decided we're going to go somewhere else. And one of my friends, I ain't going to say their name, but we, uh, <laughs> so we're, he was like, man, I know a place where we can go. So we go and we're walking to the front and like, we don't see anybody out or nothing. So we go to the front of the door and a bodyguard opens up like a, like a peephole or whatever. And he's like, how many of you are there? And we're like, 12? I can't remember if it was 12, but it was like 12. And then we started looking at each other like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> so they open up the door. We walk in, and this door is just, it's just a room. And then there's another door that they open up, and we walk in that room. We walk in that room, and there's three girls just standing in the middle of the room. <laughs> and then just waiting to get chose. And then this lady comes out. She's like, uh, this is blah, blah, blah. This is blah, blah, blah. This is blah, blah, blah. You can get as comfortable with them as you want. And me and one of my friends with each other are like, nope, nigga, let's get the fuck out of here. So we we're like, yeah, we're going to go. Everybody <laughs> else didn't go. <laughs> And then so slowly, everybody started coming out. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to use this story. Wow. It gets worse. Uh, so, <laughs> so three of our friends decide they go ride this shit out. Oh. So they go to the back. And Names. then <laughs> one of them realizes soon that, like, yeah, this is. This isn't even worth it. So they spent like say like fifty dollars. So they get out. They come out and like, man, bro, that's that's a rip off. The other one realizes slowly after that, and then one of them realizes and gets really angry. <laughs> you can assume who that one is, and then so he starts throwing stuff <clears throat> and like acting crazy, and so they kick him out. So as he's walking out, he decides he's going to pee on the door. Oh, wow. And so. He was that mad. So then he starts getting chased by this guy with a hammer. And so we're running to the truck. And so as we get in the truck, we're still waiting. No, we were already in the truck because we were just waiting for him. And so he starts running with one of our other friends, like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and so we get in, and we see the dude coming behind him. And so we just take off in the truck. So one person is driving, and we're in downtown Buckhead. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, one of our friends is uh, 
driving on the sidewalk with all of us in this truck through downtown Atlanta. And I'm just thinking, I am about to die. This is how it ends. We're going to die or we're going to jail. There is no way that we are getting out of this. Oh, my God. And so, <laughs> so Chance is there. And Chance is just like, yo, maybe somebody else should die. He's like, shut the fuck up, Chance. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, um, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be driving. He's like, Shut the fuck up, Chief. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, um, this is bad. And then nothing happened. We went to Crystal's, <laughs> and we tried to go inside, and they wouldn't let us inside, of course, because they were closed inside. So since I'm with all white people except for myself, they start mooning the crew. And sticking birds and saying, fuck you, fuck you, all this other shit. Bro. And then we decide to get in line to get. wild. (laughs) Then we decide to get in line to get two sack full of crystals. Only God knows what they did to that food. And one of our friends gets mad and storms off because he wants to get a beer. So he goes to this store. Were y'all drunk already? Oh, yeah. Okay. So... (laughs) He goes to this gas station. He buys a 40. And he just starts chugging it in the gas station. And the dude's like, yo, bro, you can't just do that. He's like, shut the fuck up. He just starts yelling and cussing them out and shit. Oh, my God. What kind of Wolf of Wall Street shit is this? That's when I realized just how intense uh, white privilege was. Mm. It helped y'all out. Because I was in the middle and I was like, this shit is not going to end well. Was uh, was your brother there too? Mm-hmm. Were there was it more than one black person? No, nope, it was just me. Damn, me and like seven white dudes, seven Damn. white frat bros. Wow. <laughs> also, we should mention that before we left Huntsville, it was me, Lex, and Chance, and we were meeting all of them in Atlanta. Bruh. So we took shots <coughs> before we left, and then. Like, the whole night before, because I spent the night at Chance's house, me and Lex were like, yo, bro, we can't let this shit get crazy. Like, they're going to try to make this shit get really crazy, and we cannot, we have to be in control. We have to look out for each other. So, we were about to leave Chance's house to go. And then, I'm like, maybe we should pray. So for me to be like, yo, wait, maybe we should pray. That tells you everything you need to know. Uh-huh. So, dear God, just stay out of our way. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. Me and Lex are like, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> and so we say the Lord's Prayer, and we're like, this shit is about to be bad. Oh, my God. Fast forward to the middle of this craziness that night. I look at Lex, and Lex looks at me, and we just shake our head. And we're like, we didn't do none of this shit that we said we were going to do. What? Y'all niggas. See, this is why I need to go, so I could be the voice of reason. Mm-mm-mm. That's a, this is going to be a different group of people, thank God. Even though I'm sure it's about to be just. Yeah, he does. And I think McLeod is coming. Ugh, I need to go. <laughs> Why y'all stop leaving me out of shit? 
I don't understand. Why can't girls go to bachelor parties? I mean, they can. It's just going to be, it's going to, you know, when it's a group of dudes, it's going to be one dude that's going to make that shit weird. You know niggas enough to know that. Who am I going? Is it anybody I don't know? Uh, Some of his friends from Kansas. Ooh, they single. See, that's why you can't go. <laughs> that is why you cannot go. See, your thirst. See, that's why other I need thirst. to go. No. That's why I need to go. No. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-mm. Well. your hair that color is dope as fuck thanks but i really like blue that's that was always my favorite color i feel like it was the most like subtle but colorful thing i could do Mm -hmm. because pink would have been too much i was not gonna do green i thought about purple but okay so the world is burning (laughs) crashing and burning there is so much crazy shit going on right now what do you want to discuss first um i said jesse smollett mm-hmm. he said 21 savage virginia governor and blackface oh and there's something that happened today that we didn't prepare for that i didn't see if i can come i don't know what you're talking about jesse smollett let's i guess let's talk about that so um Jesse Smollett, who uh, famously uh, is the uh, is one of the stars of Empire, and is also Journey Smollett's older brother, and he was one of the original Mighty Ducks. A lot of people forget about that. Didn't know that. He was Jesse's little brother in uh, Mighty Ducks one, hmm. and he was a lot of other stuff. But yeah, um, he was attacked in Chicago by what appears to have been uh, Trump supporters. And they yelled uh, racist and gay slurs at him. And he was hospitalized. Um, There's been a lot of outcry about it. And a lot of people have shown their support for um, him and other victims of racial and uh Just violence, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of comparisons to past events, especially because there allegedly was a noose wrapped around his head. Um, what are your thoughts about all of this? Um, I think it's crazy, and it seems. It seems calculated. How so? Calculated? Not by him. Okay. Um, 
Like whoever his attackers were. I'm just I'm just I'm just really trying to think of like how would they know who he was, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they're white. Most people don't most white people don't watch. Yes. Stan is the only white person I know that watched, that watched Empire. Empire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they wouldn't know him from anything other than Empire. So it's just like one, how do you know who this person is or that this person is famous? And Two, if you don't know who they are, that they're famous, how do you know he's gay? Okay, I'm about to say something. Fuck it. I don't know if I believe this as presented. Hmm. I don't think it makes sense. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if the way they presented it makes complete, total sense. They're all very possible. It's possible that he was just a, um, the victim of random violence. Yeah. Which I think is the most likely. But I don't... It's it's something about it that this... Alright, if it was one thing, if he was just uh, pretty much gay-bashed and in the middle of that was called racial slurs, Okay. But it's something about this is MAGA country mm-hmm. that doesn't seem realistic. Not because they're not Trump supporters in Chicago. That's not the part of it that doesn't make sense. It seems like that's that was added for sprinkles mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of something that may have happened. Mm-hmm. But in the end, of, in the end, it kind of makes it kind of not seem realistic. Also, the news part. Now, all right, let's play it two two different ways. Let's say that he was attacked randomly and people were out just trying to find a black person to attack that was alone, which is probably the most likely thing to happen. Okay. But let's also say if that happened, why would you wait? 40-something minutes until after it happened and leave the noose on your neck. They did say he walked into the hospital with the noose on his neck. You got to talk closer to Mike. Um, and, I, and I don't want it to seem like I'm saying that it's fake because it couldn't happen. I'm just saying the way it was presented there are a lot of holes in the story and I don't like to feel that way (laughs) because I want to believe victims when they say that they're victims, Mm -hmm. but it's just, and then plus, but what, see, and then the polar vortex thing. Yeah. Like, bro, that's a lot of shit that happened. For it to happen the way he he said it happened. Like, so... (laughs) So it's at 2 o'clock in the morning on the coldest day in years in Chicago. It's like negative 5 degrees or some shit. You risk uh, frostbite to go get Subway. I just don't think it happened that way. 
But see what 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 would come out of this? I don't know. Other than I, his I, name just being in the media. All right, here's the other thing. I don't think he just completely made this up. Like this is a complete fabrication. I believe something did happen. What happened exactly, I don't know. Hmm. But I do believe that something definitely happened. I don't think he did this like to I think this is like the spin. I don't think he calculated this to make himself like a a victim or anything. I wonder if they're going to release any kind of a footage. Because if he walked into a hospital, that would have been on a tape. And they've been looking at footage and they haven't found anybody, anything of the incident. Not to say that that means it didn't happen. Yeah. But all these things together make it be like, uh, I, I wonder... I mean, they're good questions, but I keep thinking, like, what would be, like, why would he ever think, if if it, it is staged, like, why would, why, what are you trying to get out of it? That's the part I care. That's Other the part that I don't. Extra attention. That I won't necessarily say he's lying. I don't, because I don't understand why he would do that. Mm-hmm. But. It's enough things to make me question. That's why on Twitter I was like, I'm going to sit this one out. Because I don't want to say nothing that's going to make... I didn't want to look like the dudes that were saying... This, like They never believe anything that anybody ever says. Mm-hmm. So I just sat out in this conversation. But if for some reason he did lie, that's going to fuck up a lot of shit. But that means, though, if he lied, that means his family would have had to be in on the lie, too, because they made that whole post. But if you tell me something and you're my sister or my brother, I'm just going to assume you're telling me the truth. I'm not going to say you're a fucking liar. <laughs> they, their whole family used to have an entire show together with all their brothers and sisters. They've been in show business their entire lives. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It's, it's some things I just, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't want to seem like I'm just a skeptic or a, a toxic male. I mean, it's okay to have like that kind of a train of thought. That just means that you're actually like paying attention to details. Cause they're all kind of valid questions, honestly. When you think about it, yeah, valid questions. But at the same time, it's like we're we're just literally like it's fifty fifty. It's either you're on one side of the fence or not. Because right. we have nothing to go by, other than everyone says that his face was, and like his face. What I mean, the pictures that Lee Daniels posted of his oh, face. I didn't know that there were pictures. Yeah, Lee Daniels he deleted them. Lee Daniels put pictures up of his uh, face. Like from a FaceTime conversation, he had scars and stuff. That's why I think. I mean, something did happen. I mean, there are rumors out there, but I don't. Ever, I don't want to really discuss the rumors right now because that just may skew somebody's point of view. Was it this one? He has like a scratch on his eye. <laughs> I mean, you said he was beat up pretty bad. I just was expecting. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, hmm. I don't know, bro. 
But his, in his defense, he did say that he fought them off. So. Hmm. That's a lot to think about. <laughs> That's a lot to think about. Yeah. I don't want to not believe him. Right. But that's where I'm at, too. But as time goes on, I'm more and more like, I don't know if I do believe him. Hmm. I believe him, but those are good questions. Mm. And also what was said about it was um, he was on the phone with his manager when it happened. Yeah, they said he called his, I think they said that he called his manager after it. He didn't call the police right away. So no, they were what what I was hearing was that he, he was, was on, the, on phone. the phone with his manager when it happened. Hmm. It was very possible if you're his manager, you probably have a good line of communication with him. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we'll wait. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's wait it out. Um, so we got the Jesse Smollett incident going on. Then I'm trying to think like chronologically how all these things happen. Um, then we have the governor of Virginia and his Black foolishness. Face. Yo, okay, let's talk about that <laughs> because. There's a lot of things going on. All right. So if you haven't seen the picture, and the governor of Virginia, Northam is his name. He had a, uh, Ralph Northam, he had a, um, in his medical yearbook, his med school yearbook, he had a post with somebody in blackface next to somebody in a Klan robe. Now, at first, Ralph Northam said that he was one of the people in that picture. <laughs> he didn't say which one. Mm. Then the next day, he said he doesn't remember him being in that picture. So he went with the shaggy defense. The, it wasn't me. He got a lawyer that's <laughs> behind the curve. It wasn't me. <laughs> But um, so he gave a press conference the next day, and this is part of what he said. I am not surprised by its appearance in the EVMS yearbook. Oh, in the place and time where right I grew here. up, many actions that we rightfully recognize as abhorrent today were commonplace. Abhorrent. He didn't My belief that. that I did not wear that costume or attend that party stems in part from my clear memory. Uh, pretty much what he says is he doesn't remember that because he remembers another time that he wore blackface. Okay, I didn't get <laughs> let, that far. Let me see if I can get it. He dumb. Well, you stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he said he doesn't remember um, that time because Another time, he was in San Antonio in a dance competition, and he dressed up like uh, Michael Jackson. And so, of course, he had to use blackface because, I mean, duh, how else do you play Michael <laughs> Jackson? 
my god. And so uh he said he even went the details to learn how to moonwalk. So <laughs> that's not where it gets bad. So let me I gotta find it. So uh one of the reporters at the end is like, So can you still moonwalk? <laughs> and then this nigga started looking around the stage. Like he was about to fucking moonwalk. Oh my god. And his wife was like uh, she said, "Like Please this is not. not the correct place." Please do not. <laughs> like that is stupid. Clearly, why do they, I just don't understand? Like, why do these niggas really think that they could just lie to us like this, to our faces? Like the nerve! I do not recall taking that picture or wearing that outfit. Like, why you gotta recall it if we got the picture right here? <laughs> You don't gotta recall nothing. It's right here. We already got what we need. Yes. Yes. That's right. Are you still able to moonwalk? Sir. My wife says inappropriate circumstances. You're stupid, nigga. Woo, see, this is why women are needed. <laughs> Because she was the voice of reason. Why would you moonwalk? He really <laughs> thought that that was the motherfucking time to show his skills. Like, sir, did you think that was going to get you off? Like, like and then, uh, all right, here's where this story gets even weirder. Apparently in college, his nickname was Coon Man. Oh, God. <laughs> First of all, shitty nickname. Awful. <laughs> Awful nickname. <laughs> no creativity whatsoever. F for effort. Uh, second of all, Coon Man. Who, who the fuck? They, if one of my friends was a hey, Coon Man, we gonna fight. Even if that I wasn't black. That is the worst nickname ever. What does it even mean? Why? 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 <laughs> um. So... Let's continue with the white men acting crazy wave. Uh-oh. Uh, did you see the Liam Neeson shit? No. What did Liam Neeson oh, do? Oh, I'm about to blow your mind. Liam Neeson is bae. Oh, buddy. Oh, you finna ruin it. Oh. Are you ready? Please. Okay. Don't let it be what I think it is. So let's see. Is he racist? <laughs> oh, God. Is he? Okay. So he's giving an interview. And he's like, they start talking about, I guess, some of the characters he's played. Mm-hmm. Like the revenge-seeking people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, he had, um, he spoke about one of his friends that was raped. And so the first thing oh, he God. said was, it's going already. the first thing he asked was, did she know who it was? And he, and she said, no. And he asked, what was the race of the person? And they said black. So he said for the next couple of weeks, he would go around with, uh, I can't remember what he said, 
it pretty much like a club. Like hoping to run into a black person to kill them. A black bastard, as they said. Hoping that he'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week. Hoping some black bastard would come out of the pub and have a go at me or something, you know, so that I could, another pause, kill him. So you were saying he was bae. Um, How do you feel now? (laughs) How about now? How about now? What are your thoughts? What was his response to us finding these things? I don't like. I don't. That's like the most racist thing I've ever heard. He and wanted. He wanted to find black men to kill just to kill. Yeah, not the person that was, not the person that was just every black that man. did it. Just any black person. Mm-hmm. And why would you tell somebody that? Like, because he probably knows that it's still a whole hell of a lot of white people who still think like that. I don't even know if he thought that. I thought he really didn't understand how racist. <laughs> like, yeah. And then later on, he was like, and that's when I learned that revenge is not good for Necessary. you. Bro, you missed the whole part about the racism when you were going to kill a random <laughs> black person. How about that? Why did you miss that? Uh, elephant in that room and they, apparently the dude he was doing the interview with one of his fellow actors was like holy shit <laughs> yeah like bro I knew you were white but I didn't know you was this white oh you white white <laughs> <laughs> white white like bro like yeah that's mm. and because it's black history month which is another thing why would you wait until black history month to unveil always trying to ruin our motherfucking month that reminds me of that damn post that that woman had made or comment that she made about what there was a somebody had reposted this picture of um a black girl and she had like a she was wearing like a sari and like um some kind of a head it honestly looked like she was wearing like some kind of a cultural garb wedding garb like it looked like she was a bride mm-hmm. and she was just like super super chocolatey like deep dark brown skin but just this like silvery kind of material just all over her it's just a good ass photo like the photography was good she was gorgeous it was just really beautiful anyway somebody posted it on Facebook and they captioned it I met God she's black which has been like a, a thing for right. the past couple of years you know ever since like black girls rock black girl magic and all you know that whole movement black girl movement right. anyway we all know that that shit's like it's sarcastic but it's also kind of true I'm just like <laughs> it's also something that people can understand and relate to because black women are just fucking dope like i don't know what else to say other than black women are so fucking dope period so this white woman comments on the photo and she said um while she is very gorgeous she's not god just really just gorgeous thanks and i was like let me find a fucking comment because it just really got on my nerves 
Because I'm like, first of all, <laughs> you don't have to tell us that this black woman is not God. Like, we don't fucking know that. Stop trying to be God. You telling us this shit like... Shut the fuck up. I ain't asked you to fuck with it, bitch. <laughs> My motherfucking response. Not your... <laughs> Damn, I guess I deleted it. But anyway, she commented. She was just like, she's not God. Just beautiful. Thanks. And I was like, um, ma'am, <laughs> we know that this woman right here. Oh, here it is. So, yeah, this was her. <laughs> That's the photo. So the comment says, wow, she's just gorgeous, but she's not God. Thanks. Just a beautiful woman. So I said, <laughs> I was like, ma'am, I met God. She's black. Obviously isn't to be taken seriously or literally, but it's used to glorify the beauty of black women since it's often overlooked. We don't need anyone to tell us that this woman is not God and I'm not being rude. I'm just educating you. <laughs> so... That kind of stuff I'm tired of. Like, white people love trying to slide in on some shit and and, and canceling it and always trying to just, like, tear it down. And it's just like, like, when you see silly shit like this, like, come on. Like, why, bro? Why you got to shit on it? Like, you just want to shit on something. It's I think it's partially because they are the majority culture, for the most part. So they, they feel entitled to discuss things that... Maybe you should sit your ass out on. To me, I'm just like, if you saw the photo and you thought that she was gorgeous, just like the photo and keep it moving. On another note, a lot of people do get real, a lot of really religious people are very high on, that's blasphemy. Because I remember when like Kanye came out with Jesus, people were saying that that's blasphemous and he's going to hell and all this shit. So that's also part of it too. Not to defend that psycho lady. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that just got on my nerves. Like I just, I just had to call that out because I'm like, we finna go into Black History Month. It's finna be a lot of shenanigans out here. If you see some shit, close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to comment, white people. It's not for you. It's for us. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> also, I was thinking about this, like. When we say white people, I know we've said this before, but when we say white people, we're not talking about all white people. Yeah. We're talking about those white people. We're talking people. about <laughs> them white people that you can't do everything with. You know them. They're your friends. They're your family. But you're not inviting them to your house. Right. <laughs> you know. I only talk to Jim at work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> but so it was i was talking to him and he was basically so he brought up the amanda seals thing and he was basically asking which he didn't even finish it but he was just like i started watching it and you know like I don't know. I, th I kind of think she's doing too much. Like, you don't think she's doing too much? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I don't think she's doing too much. He's like, I don't know. She just comes off real, like, aggressive. Like, I was like, oh. So what you're saying is you think she being too much of an angry black woman. <laughs> so he was like, 
Yeah, 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 basically. And I was like, first of all, she's a comedian. So most of the time when she presents us with anything, it's it's in some kind of a comical, silly type manner. She's not always out here just yelling. And, Sister soldier. Right. Like, that's not her her whole thing like does she talk about shit that's problematic and things that need to be fixed within our community and outside of our community and in our society and all this shit hell yeah but that's because she just woke as fuck but she not she's not your typical angry black woman no so i i asked him i was just like i just feel like you have this real like heavy deep-rooted issue with passionate black women i feel like someone taught you the term angry black woman and <laughs> I'm applying this to all women right you umbrella that that whole term and threw a whole bunch of black women up under it and something about like he is just so turned off I can tell by passionate black women and so I was just like well even if she is angry though or even if any other black women woman you know is generally angry you don't think that that anger is valid I was like, are we not allowed to express ourselves and, and, and feel shit? He's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And I was like, well, what are you saying? And he went into this whole thing where he was just like, man, yeah, like y'all are our, y'all are our queens. Like y'all are beautiful and you you know, the way you dress and the way you wear your hair and your skin and blah, blah, blah. Like y'all are supposed to be seen. And I was like. And not hurt. Ooh. I was like, nigga, I. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nigga, I know you're not about to sit here and say that women are supposed, black women are supposed to be seen and not heard. Like, I just know that's not what you're getting ready to say. And he's like, I just don't. You played yourself. Literally. He was like, I just don't, I really don't understand, you know, what the black woman has to be angry about. I said, mm. oh, I got time today. <laughs> I said, nigga, are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, nowadays, it's like the, the, the black person that, that the system is out to get is the black man. Black women are not as targeted. Black men are more targeted. I, would say, I said, excuse me? He was like, yeah. When you think about it, they were trying to tear down the black man because they knew that without the black man, the black family couldn't survive and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I understand that, you know, black women are doing it by themselves now and they can raise families by themselves and have successful, you know, kids or whatever else. But if you take away the, if you take the black man out of the household, that shit still go fuck shit. She can still work, right. But if you take the black man out of the household, that's when things are messed up. So I feel like, you know, black men are more targeted because they're trying to pull us from our households and this, that, and the third. And I was like, I'm sorry. You said all of that and you want to ask me why black women are angry? <laughs> I said, all of those things are reasons for us to be angry. And I said, that's what y'all don't understand is black women out here fighting for everybody. And that's why, like, movements like feminism kind of suck sometimes because when we when we talk about feminism, we talk about feminism. Right. But a lot of white feminists only talk, talk about, about white feminism. feminism. So I'm, I'm like, nigga, you just explained all this shit. But you don't think that that's a reason for me to be angry, too? I said, we fighting all everybody's battles. We fighting our battles and y'all's. What do you say? That's why we fucking angry. And um, 
I think that was that was a valid point for him. He agreed with that. He was like, okay, yeah, true. And I was like, so what's what's I don't understand. Like, what's the deal then? Why aren't black women allowed to be angry? And I said, why? Like, are you saying that other races of women can be angry, or women don't need to be angry in general? It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But you typically don't hear of of the angry Asian woman or the angry so and so. I'm like, they 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 have names too. Like Latina women are called feisty, feisty. and fiery and you know what I'm saying? Asian women like, are what? Dragon ladies? Right. Yeah, I'm like, this. it's all, there's all. The world don't like women, bro. <laughs> and that's what I told him. I said, do you, you realize that I'm a double minority? Like, you're right. black, but I'm a woman and I'm black, which means you have less power than the white man, but I have less power than you in this society. All right. Like, just to run down a couple of things, uh, for one, uh, for the most part, I'm not saying this doesn't happen, but for the most part, men ain't out here getting raped by women. For the most part. <laughs> like, like women have to fear going anywhere because they may, something bad may happen like that. That doesn't happen to most men. Women get killed by their own motherfucking husbands. Yes. And people justify, like, well, I mean, she did break up with them. Are you asking me <laughs> why women have it hard? There were so many problematic things that happened in these series of conversations I had with this person um, that I can't, I don't even, I'm, I don't think I can talk about on air. I mean, you just told, told us his name and I, was, I, don't, I don't know who that is. Well, I mean, you, you don't, but in case he listens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows. He'll know it's him, but. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It um, was, it was, it was. Like, people, re- like, and here's another thing. This is how fucked up it is to be a woman. It's more women in the world than men. And continue to have less power than men. In every society. Even though women are, like, for instance, black women are the most educated group of people in America. This is true. Statistics and, show. And are still paid at paid less than white women and Asian women, but are paid slightly more than uh Latino women. But it's it I don't know, man. Like racism seems like combating white supremacy often seems so stuck on the masculine point of view mm-hmm. that we can't see anything else outside of that. Like to even fix your lips to be like, yo, what do black women have that? But then to put, to put, I guess black women's success and happiness on the black men also kind of got on my fucking nerves. Basically he was saying like, because more black men are a part of their households, which that's, that's a debatable, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, that's debatable. Uh, because more black men are a part of their households that more black women are happy or that women or that black women who have black men in their households just don't ever have a reason to be angry about anything else. Right. Like we, absol- like we absolve everything like just our, by having a dick. Our whole entire <laughs> lives and happiness just come from black men. But, just, but even like, we we do that all the time. Like if a woman is quote unquote angry, oh she needs some dick. Yeah. 
would you really break down like they're not even just angry like passionate yeah that's what amanda seal said we get called angry now i'm playing devil's advocate uh is it possible that you are also an angry black woman (laughs) i have been told that and I and I think I had that conversation with him about myself, because he's he he said something about one of my statuses once, and he was like, "Yikes, what is this about?" And I was just like, "I just you know I'm feeling strongly about some things, and I wanted to, I wanted to you know put it out to the world. I just it's just one of those times I felt like doing that." And he said something like, oh, "I'm just really not a big fan of the angry black woman narrative," and I was like, "Oh, this is this guy, mm-hmm. okay." Same guy. Do you see the re- the theme here? There's a theme, the reoccurring issue that he has. And I said, and I told him, I said, I'm I'm not a docile woman by any means. If I feel like expressing something publicly, guess what, bitch? I'm going to express. It. That's what I'm going to do, and I have every right to do so. I don't give a shit what you think about it, because I'm a person and I have feelings, and sometimes I want to talk about that shit. <laughs> Period. Three mm, and a snap, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just that just really, it just got on my nerves for one because I am a black woman out here, um, angry about things, and I feel like I have every right to be angry about the things that I'm angry about. I I think anger or passion, if used correctly, can be a very motiv- motivating force. But yeah, because honestly, you have to. Th- what what drives any movement is is rooted in some kind of emotion right. <laughs> to make a change, a strong enough emotion that makes you want to make a change. And also, most movements, the backbone of them are women. <laughs> that's like when you really i don't know when you really start reevaluating the subtle things that we do that go against women or minorities and in broader cases, you realize how fucked up our language is. What you think? I'm thinking it's definitely, um, <laughs> it's definitely the case. I ran into motherfucking Sammy's, Sammy T's on Friday night. Damn, we went to Sammy's again? Yeah. Fuck Sammy T's. I did. It was another work girl thing. But that that was legitimately my last time going. <laughs> so I ran. But he just kept, he was so handsy. Normally not that handsy with me. Like, he'll hug me or whatever. But he was so fucking handsy. And I was just like, like, it got to the point where I was, like, visibly, like, pushing him away from me. Like, multiple times down. Like, he kept caressing my back and trying to grab my ass like over and over he just kept and I was like set like and I was trying to be cool but I was honestly like low key in the back of my mind like I might have to square the fuck up with this nigga and I know he drunk and this is not him 
But still, it's but him. still <laughs> out of line. Right. It's still him, <laughs> and it's out of line. But that nigga be going in, bro. Yo, and he had the nerve to go on this entire rant. <laughs> so I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> Getting personal, huh? Then he told me that he didn't know why I had low self-esteem because I've been pretty and the stuff that I've been doing lately is me trying too hard to be pretty. Like he told me that I didn't have a reason to dye my hair blue um, and that I was pretty without the blue hair and that this this is one of the stunts that I pulled to try to be like more attractive or something or that that I never believed that nobody ever thought I was pretty or some shit. And I was like, nigga, I dyed my hair blue for my 30th birthday. Because <laughs> I wanted to do it. I dyed my hair blue because I wanted to do different for my 30th. Because 30 is a milestone birthday. I saw a picture and I said, I want to try it. That's that's it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> but he just kept going on and on. He's like, man, like, even in high school, like, you was real pretty, but like, you just had low self-esteem. He's like, even now you got self you got low self-esteem now. You need to get build your self-esteem. I was like, that's a weird coaching us. <laughs> what the fuck? Where is all this coming from? But I took it with a grain of salt because he was fucked up. That means he had been thinking about that shit for a while. He had to. It was on his mind. Like for you to go through like a laundry list of things like Bro, that. Bro, like, it was a full on read. Like I was just sitting there, <laughs> like. You know the dude's face <laughs> in that meme with all the question marks, and he washing dishes, and he look up. Nick Young. <laughs> I was like, "Sir, Man, that's what?" Ridic- that's so ridiculous. <laughs> that is so so utterly ridiculous. Mm. I don't know who who thought of that, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> first of all, I, I was like, "Okay, I don't know what you're talking about," because. Clearly, if you dyed your hair blue, you had to have done it because a man wanted you to do it. Why else would you do it? It couldn't be that she just liked your hair blue. Yeah, it it couldn't. It You're had just to trying be, to get attention. It had to be that I'm trying to be more pretty. It was it was all <laughs> vanity reasons. And also, what kind of weird like? Uh, all right, was, you're pretty. Like, you could have kept it black. Like why you're you pretty, keep it but you're trying to be too pretty. Yeah, I was like, like huh? Okay. <laughs> Excuse so me. You fine, but why you gotta be fine, fine? Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. That's that shit only could happen with a woman. Nobody would tell a dude to be like, "Yo, you fine and all, but you trying to be too fine, bro." You doing too much, man. Like, yo, you was fine last week, but you ain't have to go and get well, a fade, my nigga. Why you gotta get a brand new fade with the beard uh, trimmed up? Damn, bro, you had to go get your ears pierced. Oh. So you just out here fucking working out and shit. Oh, so you got new <laughs> shoes today. You got new shoes today. Oh, I see you. Fresh Jordans on uh on uh Donnie right now. Damn nigga, what's wrong with you? Your self esteem low? Why you out here? Yeah, trying why to are you stuck on these niggas? Why you look good? Are earrings attractive to women? I like earrings on men. I'm start wearing my earrings again. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> it's the little things, bro. <laughs> I like earrings I'm in, but I mean, everybody, it's all about personal style too. Like right. whatever you put on has to fit your personal style or else it just looks right. weird. Like if you came in with some hoops, I'd be like, sir. Yeah, I can't pull off the hoops. I'd be like, that's just not your style. I, 
I have a pair of hoops. That's like not. the tiny ones that ah no, I couldn't do it. That's not who you are. No. I have <laughs> to do the studs. Yep. Preferably the little black studs. Those are dope. Like the ones that are not uh I've seen those. I prefer those. I'm just gonna throw them like once upon a time I used to like be out here trying to be stylish as fuck. And then my confidence left and I stopped caring. I think I'm gonna get back on that way. Pick it back up. Yeah, cause I gotta I gotta date, bro. <laughs> get your swag up, my nigga. But uh yeah. Social and swag. Those are the two S's to get Dennis. The mm. third S. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> that was good, my nigga. Uh, the, the three third S. S. Plan. We're going to call this the three <laughs> S plan. <laughs> Success. No, this way. <laughs> Man, I could be a life coach. Just kidding. I'd be needing a life coach. A life coach with a life coach. A life coach, you got a life coach. <laughs> Okay. So, um, Super Bowl was yesterday. It was a very boring Super Bowl. But did you watch it? Um, it was on in the room that I was in, but I was not really watching it. Okay. Um uh Tom Brady's bitch ass got six rings now. Um Bro. That was that game. And then Lex Lex, dude, this is a really sick game. Shut the fuck up, Lex. <laughs> I just I kept looking up at the screen like every thirty minutes and I was like, This is dragging and then halftime was uh, Adam Levine was fine as hell. Mm, I knew that was gonna be your take. Tattoos? What? Mm. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you are doing a little too much. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. So before the game started, you know, just scrolling through Twitter, and then, um, I see that Twenty One Savage has been arrested, and I was like, okay, that's let me see. Too. Let me look and see what it is. And then it's like, he was detained by ICE. And I'm like, 21 Savage from Atlanta? <laughs> 21, 21? 21, 21? That dude is, why is he being held by ICE? And then apparently, never thought I would say this. Apparently, that nigga was born in London. Who would have known? <laughs> have you seen? Oh, my God. The bees have been so motherfucking funny. I've got to show you this dude's Instagram, though, because he did a fucking, uh, bro, you finna fucking die. Hold on. But you heard about 21 Savage ain't even from Atlanta, but that nigga from Great Britain. What the fuck? That don't even sound right. So they be like, 21 Savage? <laughs> no, no, I heard over there they call him a little savage. <laughs> but it's some crazy shit. So he been killing niggas with muskets and <laughs> niggas for tea and crumpets this whole time, huh? I mean, yeah, if they got that over there, yeah, yeah. He been robbing the shit out their ass with the muskets. Probably been stealing Cheerios, too. But they just say Cheerio. But get your ass... He's also the nigga that did the uh the earbud thing. Yeah, I saw that. 
<laughs> Bro. But yeah, 21 Savage. Who the fuck thought the 21 Savage of all people was an immigrant from Britain? And people have been roasting him. Now, first, let me say, him being detained by ICE is fucked up. Yeah, like, very fucked, fucked up. up. And especially if he was brought here as a child, it's wrong for him to um, be detained and possibly kicked out of the country with his kids. Literally, are little and live here. Oh, he has children. I think he has at least two kids. And then, plus, he's been making a positive change lately. He's being a little more insightful and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's making a difference in the world. But we're going to put all that shit aside for a second. This shit funny as fuck. The fact that 2121 is from Britain. 2121. And then, apparently... On Breakfast Club, at least, Angelique said that his real father is a, um, a doctor, and has been on Breakfast Club. You remember when they have the three doctors? What's his real name? Isn't it like it's like real ethnic? It's like Muhammad slash Joseph, I think. Nareet Masood yeah, Joseph, and apparently he's a he practices uh, a ancient. African religion. Mm-hmm. Like, not on a hotel shit, but like because his parents are, I believe, Dominican mm-hmm. or something like that. But, uh, yeah. Who saw that shit coming? And so, wait, let me pull up some of my favorite uh, memes. Shaya Bean, Bean Abraham Joseph. <laughs> Bro, just wow. But so people were just having memes talk about muskets, about uh, <laughs> people. My favorite one was the person that said that uh, that knife in between his forehead isn't really a knife; it's a uh, King Arthur's sword, Excalibur. <laughs> Bro, the memes have been the best. Yeah, wow. I'm just reading up on him. Yeah. Like, he's a pretty interesting dude. Like, whenever he gets an interview, I'm going to watch that shit. Because <laughs> I watched his interview with Breakfast Club, and that shit was good as fuck. But now that we know all this shit, <laughs> and then, like, somebody said, this is the, that's the most random shit of 2019 so far. It is. Because what's going to happen now? And... That shit is just wow. <laughs> when 21 Savage said, ninth grade, I was playing football. That motherfucker meant soccer. <laughs> <laughs> True. Now, some people were talking about that. I mean, if he went to school in middle school, if he went to middle school and high school in Atlanta, he's been there over 10 years. That's his home. Because, I mean... You don't go really based on where you... It's just like we were talking about that person that said they were from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Hey, you ain't from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> You've been here. But um, there's one other point that I wanted to make. 
And this is what I thought was ugly. Um, so all that shit happened. All these memes are going in. And then Demi Lovato said that uh, that the 21 Savage memes have been her favorite thing about the Super Bowl. And niggas went in her head like, Oh, nah, dog. Come on, man. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke <laughs> like people were just bringing up the fact that this girl almost just fucking died from yeah. a drug overdose. Yeah. All over the same shit that all all of us were laughing at. Why? Like, bro, we were literally cracking the exact same jokes. Yeah. And now that she said she was just laughing at the jokes, niggas were talking about, bitch, you almost died. <laughs> yeah. I saw one person say you didn't, you ain't put the spoon down long enough, I for, and I was like, "Who? They doing a lot, and people it, don't care." But that's the whole thing. It's like it's a fake out. Like, how is all right as a supposedly woke person, an enlightened person? How is your response to somebody saying they are laughing at something? Is I'm going to try to make this bitch try to kill herself? Yeah. Because I don't, everybody is all about like social media attention now. Like everybody just wants to be fucking validated on social media, period. And they think like, oh, let me try to roast this bitch. Like literally, people use any and every opportunity to roast somebody, especially in the comments. Yeah, people will find people in the comments and start roasting. Yes. Like, then you'll have all these little mini conversations in the comments. And people are fucking crazy. And plus, Demi Lovato is uh, one of my uh, crushes. She is thick. She is a bad bitch out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just got a little problem. She's all right. We all got our problems, boo. Right. Um... Okay, one other thing I did want to talk about. Since we're on Black History Month. Um, so, somebody had tweeted. They were like, their dad always say that uh, Chicago is just Mississippi niggas in coats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That is very true. Based on how niggas got to Chicago. It's very true. <laughs> That is there exactly is, what it is. Exactly. In the Great Migration, people left Mississippi and moved to Chicago. They really did. People left Alabama and moved to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And people left Louisiana and Texas and moved to California. They were trying to get them jobs. Right. But there are, like, lines, uh, certain places people moved to. Like, a lot of people from Virginia and Maryland moved to New York. Mm-hmm. People in the Carolinas moved to New York. Like it's, uh, there are lines that you can see that people did things like that. Mm-hmm. I thought about that because right now there is a a great, I guess, uh, remigration going on. Is there? There are people moving from up north down south. Oh yeah. And I thought about that with, like, the Soldier Boy thing about how he was born in Chicago mm-hmm. and his family's from Mississippi. 
and a lot of people are moving back to the south and reconnecting with their country cousins because for one places like new york are too pricey and places like chicago are ridden with uh crime and corruption crime corruption poverty and it's just expensive so people are moving back down south and it's just cold as hell yeah like if this a uh, whole uh, polar vortex or whatever was happening here, nigga. Ah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Mm-mm. So, this shit is not for everybody. So um, it's a book. Um, the sons of many. The warmth of other sons. Yes. That is a great book that talks about uh, the great migration. And the stories of the Great Migration is a it's pretty long, but if uh, you are looking for something to read during Black History Month, I would suggest that. I feel like I had to read that in school for something. It came out when we were in college. It might have been a college book. Did you take African American history? Yes, I took African American studies. So I mean, yeah, same yeah. thing. What uh, the books we had to read in African American history were the Souls of Black Folk by W. E. B. Du Bois, mm-hmm. um, the New Jim Crow. Okay, see, no, we weren't. So Slave. we were more focused on like historical stuff. Yeah, like basically, our professor I think was from Ghana, and so a lot of it was geographical. Okay. But then also, um, what else were we focusing on? Honestly, like just cultural things. So y'all would just go over topics and just debate kind of or discuss. That's because I was a history major. We had different classes where we did stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, it was always good dialogue. Um. There was a lot of white people in there who knew what the fuck they were talking about, which always blew my mind. Right. I mean, if we asked them to sing, lift their voice, they might know that shit. <laughs> they just might. <laughs> it was another thing on... Uh, um, I did say that we were going to talk about some things in Black History Month. Um, one thing I did think about is, like I said, that in 1619 was... 20 uh, enslaved Africans were uh, brought to Jamestown, the first permanent settlement of the English in America. And that was the start of slavery in the colonies. Mm-hmm. Um, another story like that, um, because it's important to know that slavery didn't just, a lot of people think that slavery was always a certain way. Slavery w- was designed and became something over time. So at first, slavery was not for forever. And slavery was used along with indentured servitude, which if you don't know what indentured servitude is, uh, when people were coming to this country from England and uh, Ireland and stuff like that, um, if they couldn't afford it, they would... uh, 
enlisted to be an indentured servant and work their time off and then they will become free men after a certain amount of time that was uh that more or less is still how a lot of people get to this country yeah but even though indentured slave or slavery to me is a little bit more um it's like a business contract. Like it's a little bit more. That's, that's why I don't ever say indentured slavery. Yeah, I'm saying indentured servant. servant. Yeah, it's it's because way of, more. You're not being treated like you're not human. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're still very much a human. You're treated with respect. You're just waiting on somebody, basically. And then the other thing is indentured servitude. A lot of people have a mistake that. They think that the Irish were slaves at one point. Mm. The Irish were not slaves. I get so tired of hearing people use that rebuttal when we talk about slavery. slavery. The Irish were never slaves. They were indentured servants. Thank you. The difference in indentured servitude is you will work your time off, and then you will be a free man. Also, if you had children at that time, your children would not be indentured servants. Another mistake with people when you talk about slavery because a lot of people don't know shit. Yeah, slavery, if you had children, they were born into slavery. For forever. Yep. The American chattel slavery is different. And slavery in other places, like a lot of people try to say that we, we were selling ourselves into slavery and that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. It is first off factually wrong. There were different. Blackness didn't mean the same in Africa because everybody was fucking black. <laughs> So you had to have other ways to uh, measure. Yeah. And your tribe or your group of people was different from that group of people. So, yeah, I'll sell those people into slavery. But African slavery was also very different from American slavery because the child of a slave there was not necessarily a slave. Hmm. And slavery was not always for forever in America. Slavery became a thing to where it was for forever. And the person that that started with was a slave known as John Punch. I believe it was 1652. John Punch ran away with two indentured servants from their master. Over the next couple of days, John Punch and the two other indentured servants were um, captured. Well, in the state of Virginia, John Punch and the other two guys were put on trial. The other two guys were giving longer sentences to their indentured servitude. John Punch was told that he must be a slave for the rest of his life. And so he was the first official slave. Damn. But that's not how the story ends. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> All right. So, over time, John Punch's children, John Punch had children. And over time, they start intermarrying with white people. And eventually, they changed their last name to Bunch. So... So they, they got smart. <laughs> right. And um, also because the one drop rule and all the other rules of slavery, you were 
the race that your mother was. Mm -hmm. Because in most cases, the mother was black and the father was white. So the Bunch family, over time, slowly became more and more white. So the 10th great-granddaughter of John Bunch was Stanley Ann Dunham. Stanley Ann Dunham, or Ann Dunham, um, had a son. She married a man from Kenya in Hawaii. And so on August 4th, 1961, the 11th great-grandson of the first slave in the United States was born. Barack Obama. Wow. So the first American president of African descent Mm. was also the descendant of the first slave. The first slave. Mind blow. That's pretty fucking crazy. Now that is like that's manifest destiny to me. <laughs> that's American history in that's itself. That's crazy. Wow. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. You can follow our Instagram at sub underscore urban pod or follow our Facebook page also at sub underscore urban pod. You can find our episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Some of the music provided on today's episode is thanks to our good friend, Corey Battle. You can find him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes are available every Thursday.